Welcome to Career Practitioner Conversations. This podcast is presented by the National Career Development Association. Hello, everyone. I'm Melissa Venable, NCDA's Director of Professional Development, and I'm here today to introduce another episode of our Career Development Around the World series. NCDA President Dr. Lakeisha Matthews is here with Rita Chiesa, who is an Associate Professor in the Department of Psychology at Italy's University of Bologna. Thank you both so much for being here to share your information and knowledge with our listeners. Thank you so much, Melissa, for that welcome. Rita, how are you? Fine, thank you. I'm very happy to be here today. Thank you so much. Um, I am so excited about this conversation. Um, As you know, we are talking to career professionals around the globe about the work um, that that we're doing to show the similarities and the differences um, in our work in different regions and to learn from each other. Um, I, and just to let our listeners know, we connected because you traveled from Italy to Maryland and you did a visit with our psychology faculty here at the University of Baltimore. And when you came, you said, I have to see the Career Center. And uh, they brought you over and we just connected and then you extended an invitation for me to come and talk about career development, career coaching to your students at the University of Bologna. And um, it was just a great experience. I love the fact that we were able to exchange um, ideas um, and to to talk about the the similarities and the differences in how career development um, is implemented here in the States versus there in Italy. So let's start off today. Can you tell our listeners about your work at the University of Bologna and how career development um, is it plays out in the work that you do. So yes, I am an uh, associate professor at the University of Bologna, and it means that my main activity in the working time is uh, research, and especially I am interested in uh, research about uh, early stage careers uh, and especially how students and new graduates plan their career, uh, enhance their employability and try to, to achieve their career goals. Uh, of course, I am also uh, a teacher of uh, career counseling in an international Erasmus Mundus uh, master course in work organizational and personal psychology. And in this role, I try to educate my student uh, how a career counselor can uh, support uh, client in uh, navigating uh, career transition and uh, fostering positive uh, career development in general. Lastly, I uh, also try to never uh, forget uh, the practical implication of my research. Um, It means that uh, I collaborate also with uh, different career service. One is is, uh, the university career service. um, And I try to train a sole career practitioner Mm -hmm. and sharing for uh, with them uh, strategy Mm -hmm. for uh, improving and uh, 
improving practice uh, and innovate also some career practice. Thank you. That is so I I just think that your job is awesome because you get to sit in the research piece of the work that we do. Um, You also get to sit in the teaching piece of training practitioners who may have interest in this work. And when I uh, visited your classroom to do a lecture, there were students who graduate students who were interested in career development as a field. And then you also get to work with career centers. And that's very unique because we tend to have people who are only in one of those areas, but your lens covers several areas that NCDA focuses on with the research, um, teacher education, trainer education, as well as career services in higher education. So Rita, recently I wrote an article for CERIC, which is a Canadian career organization. And I talked a little bit about the future of the labor market in the U.S., as well as the future of career services and development. Um, Can you talk a little bit about what is the labor market looking like now in Italy? And what where is sort of the next level of training or need for career development in Italy? Yes, I, I read your article. Oh, and uh, Thank I you. Totally, <laughs> I totally agree with your analysis uh, of uh, the consequence of pandemic uh, into labor market that maybe are similar also for the labor uh, Italian labor market too. So, of course, also in Italy, uh, for instance, labor, uh, remote work uh, became uh, widespread after pandemic. Uh, and uh, this uh, had the consequences, of course, in the work modalities, but also, I think, in the way in which uh, people uh, uh, set their career goals. Mm. So when... Uh, people plans uh, career, I think that a, an higher number of uh, people in comparison to, to the past uh, uh, wonder if uh, remote work uh, uh, could be, for instance, a, a benefit to ask for or a negative condition to avoid. So I think that also in terms of uh, uh, career planning and uh, Mm-hmm. Career goal setting, something is uh, is changing. Yeah. Uh, I think that uh, this option of remote work maybe could change also the attitude toward mobility yes. for working reason. So uh, I think that um, specifically for the Italian uh, situation. Uh, the mobility, especially for highly skilled uh, uh, worker, mm-hmm. is quite new phenomenon. So in general, uh, Italians are not so positive uh, oriented <laughs> to, to move in another country. This is my my feeling, but oh. not just my feeling. <laughs> there are some evidence of it. And uh, uh, in the near past, uh, I observed that m- my students uh, developed a, a, a more positive attitude toward uh, mobility experience also abroad. But now I, I am not sure if uh, we will observe uh, inverse uh, phenomenon because mm-hmm. some professional, for instance, are asking more and more uh, to... Uh, 
user remote working for not moving from their city. Uh, I am thinking about, uh, for instance, a worker of South Italy that asked for working in a remote way for not mm. moving to the north of Italy. So mm. I don't know if this will change also uh, mm. my students' aspiration and uh, expectation. Yeah, very uh, interesting. Yes. Thank you for that. So it sounds like um, one of the things that I'm seeing a common theme across all of the countries that we're talking to is the importance of career planning and decision making. It seems like more of the pressure for making a career decision is now on the job seeker or the student. Um, it also seems like the work that we do is becoming more important as people have to make these decisions on their own, which I think is very nice to see. Um, and then it sounds like the, the modality piece, right, with the pandemic really shifting to a lot of working from home, especially for the highly skilled workers in fields where they could work from home. Um, the question of do people want to go back into the office and what will companies sort of require seems to be very consistent uh, theme around the world right now. Thank you for sharing that. Um, can you talk a little bit about what are the challenges that students or job seekers in Italy um, come across? What are their challenges with finding uh, work or finding career help? Maybe I have already anticipated something that means uh, I, I know that uh, Italy is uh, uh, very small in comparison to US, but as I anticipate you, we can have a lot of differences among the regions. Mm. Uh, um, and um, for instance, I live uh, in Emilia Romagna, that is uh, one of the richest uh, region of the Italy. So I think that... Uh, in this region, the worker uh, have a very high expectation mm. uh, of career success. Mm -hmm. And uh, on the other hand, these expectations sometimes are unrealistic. So I think that, if <laughs> I, again, if I think to my students, uh, um, I, I think that they need more and more to... Uh, to do informed uh, career decision making mm -hmm. because uh, in many times uh, they think about to pass the exam uh, without uh, thinking to a long-term uh, yeah. career plan. Uh, of course, career uncertainty mm -hmm. that is a current scenario can affect uh, long-term uh, goals. Mm -hmm. uh, even if... Uh, uh, for instance, from a study that I am conducting among uh, recent graduates, uh, I found that uh, career uncertainty is uh, less considered uh, as a stressful situation from uh, mm. uh, younger uh, workers. Um, because they consider uh, it as a sort of natural scenario in uh, which uh, they they have to take uh, uh, choices. So in that sense, I think that uh, uh, career practitioner maybe have to rethink about uh, also our career decision making mm -hmm. uh, uh, models or theories or yeah. Yes. So one of the things um, that seems to be a, a, a challenge around the world is how do we help young people, 
make career decisions. And I love the fact that you share that some of our the Italian young people may have unrealistic expectations. Because uh, we, you know, we see that in America, I think definitely in higher education, maybe sometimes even in our K through 12 system with high school students, you know, um, matching their expectations to the labor market and the reality of the training of and what skills are needed um, can be really, really hard, right? And it's interesting to see I, I think in the Latin America, they said that that was a, a similar challenge is, you know, helping pipeline young people into the right professions. I think one of the reasons that that is such a challenge and so important to many of us is because they're the future of our countries, right? And they're they're the future workforce needed to uh, work in our companies and to support our communities. So I think that this is a global issue that we have to continue to dialogue about together is how do we help young people make career decisions? How do we help get career information to them? Um, and it's very interesting that your research found that for uh, young um, professionals in Italy, that they almost, it sounds like they're not afraid of the uncertainty that comes with making these career decisions. Because I think in the United States, we sort of find the opposite where there's a lot of anxiety, right, around making career decisions. So that's really nice. Um, I, I'll have to read this study to learn more about why uh, the, the Italian young people are, are not as afraid um, of the uncertainty. Um, when, it, when it comes to the different frameworks that are used in maybe Italian uh, career services and higher education, education um, or the frameworks that are talked about in research in Italy, are there specific theories that are embraced more than others or approaches like counseling or is it coaching? You know, do you all have certain models that you use more? Yes, I think that we can uh, distinguish a little bit what happened in the education field and uh, mm. what happened in uh, job center, for instance, or uh, mm. service dedicated to, to adults. Because uh, in um, in the education field, uh, we have uh, an approach that uh, is based on career education. So mm. it's a preventive approach and uh, the intervention. I am thinking about the intervention, for instance, in middle of high school, especially our uh, group intervention dedicated ah. to to train uh, career competencies, uh, for enhance uh, uh, autonomy, for enhance uh, the capability to take decision uh, mm. in, uh, in an autonomous way. At university, we have also some uh, uh, opportunity of career counseling, of mm -hmm. course, uh, as well. Uh, career counseling is also offered uh, to adult, especially high-skilled uh, adult. Um, and I think that uh, uh, career coaching is more and more, more uh, uh, used also in the oh. HR field. Currently, the, the private companies mm -hmm. uh, are interested in uh, exploring how it's possible to offer career coaching to their employees for wow. uh, supporting uh, uh, their career development. Uh, also combining, for instance, uh, training intervention with career coaching mm -hmm. uh, that can uh, uh, support the 
the transfer of skills from training to to the working life. Mm -hmm. But as I said, you is a little bit different the situation in job centers that are in general dedicated to uh, low skilled uh, worker or uh, worker that come from a minority and that risk to be excluded by the the labor market. In that sense, uh, the service are mainly focused on uh, built an employment plan, so it's very action-oriented. I think that uh, some of these interventions are based on principle, uh, some of the principle of uh, career coaching, mm-hmm. uh, but I am not so sure that career practitioners are aware uh, that are using some career coaching strategies or principle or mechanism to to help their clients to to find the job. I Interesting. That, yes, there are no no aware about it. Yeah, this is really interesting because actually it's very similar to I think some of the things that happens in the United States. So the first thing I think that um, is interesting similarity is that career work can be done in different places, right? Higher education, but then you have those workforce development centers doing this work, and typically they're working with uh, persons with different skill levels, right? Because they're trying to pipeline them into different um, types types of jobs. So I think that that's uh, really interesting. Then you sort of talked about, you know, the counseling is really what's taking place. It sounds like in the K through 12, but the coaching is taking place more when you're in the workforce with the human resources professionals and NCDA supports all of those professionals. So we have the the education with the early childhood, then the higher education, workforce development, of course, the research, but then also those who are doing this work in business um, and industry. And the, the language is different all around the the world too. So it's interesting because in Taiwan, they really refer to it as consulting, you know, whereas in the US, if you were talking about consulting, you're probably talking really about the business and the HR folks that are doing this type of work. And then here in Italy, you know, when we're talking about doing this with youth and and higher ed, it's it's the counseling um, term and it's really coming out of those doing counseling work. So that's a really good um, uh, way of showing the similarities and the the differences. Um, If you could speak to one program policy or trend around career development that you've seen in Italy, whether it's in your research or in career services um, that you would like to share, uh, which one would you pick? Yes, I think that uh, a weaknesses of career service uh, system in Italy is that the most of the initiative are local and especially oh. uh, linked to you in a lot of situations linked to uh, European Union founding. So in that sense, are time-bound. Mm. For instance, now we have the next generation EU program that is a European Union program that offers a lot of opportunity to, to improve, uh, especially public career services. Wow. Uh, so, for instance, also my university announced uh, the number of intervention in, uh, in high school, for instance, for increasing uh, the interest of uh, young people to go to university. Because the number of graduates in Italy is uh, quite low in comparison with with the rest of Europe. 
and uh, a, a similar program that is a European program is a YAS Guarantee, that is mm. a program dedicated to, to young people from uh, 15 to 29 years old mm. uh, to improve their employability. So uh, this program includes a number of initiatives uh, that are uh, job search assistant, but also right. career counseling. So uh, there are uh, many initiatives that are uh, uh, supported by this uh, uh, this program. Okay. And as I yes, and as I said, you I think that uh, for the near future uh, we will have. Uh, a growing interest in uh, in career coaching, especially for the private uh, sector. Okay, excellent. Thank you so much for sharing that. The career coaching is a growing field in the U.S. as well, and it's so good to hear about the different programs coming out to support young people in Italy. It seems like every country is sort of realizing that um, as the economy changes and as workers' expectations change, we have to initiate new policies, new programs to support students and job seekers so that they can make the right career decisions. So it's great to hear um, the programs that are being launched in Italy. Um, I've been in the the podcast talking to folks about the National Career Development Association. But now I know in in your work, there are other associations that you are a part of. Can you talk to our listeners about if you're a career practitioner in Italy or your region of Europe, what associations support the work that you do? Also, in that case, uh, uh, I... I think that in Italy, the, the professional uh, identity of a career practitioner is not so well defined. Ah. Uh, so also, if I think about me, I feel to be a, a professor mm-hmm. at university. I feel to be a psychologist. Mm-hmm. And at the end, uh, I am also a practitioner, <laughs> a career practitioner, mm-hmm. yes. And so in a similar way, Italian career practitioner can have a very different uh, professional oh. background. That is also a strength if uh, mm-hmm. we think that we can offer a, a wide range of uh, mm-hmm. intervention that can accomplish different uh, social needs. So in that sense, it would be mm-hmm. a strength. Yeah. Um, anyway, the general feeling, I think, uh, is uh, for uh, Italian career practitioner is uh, uh, to be a little bit underestimate. <laughs> uh, also, in this case, uh, if I think about, uh, I don't know, for the uh, the other uh, work uh, psychologist uh, mm-hmm. that uh, deal with. Uh, Recruitment, selection, yes. Yes. Uh, evaluation of performance. Yes. Uh, I think that there are more value also in terms of payment right. <laughs> uh, than a career practitioner. So in that sense, yeah. uh, I uh, for uh, for citing uh, one of society that that uh, yes that is a society of uh, it. Italian vocational guidance. Okay. Um, I think that in the in that case, this society include uh, mainly psychologists, mm-hmm. not just psychologists, but the the most of members are psychologists. 
maybe we can have uh, some other uh, society that are uh, uh, more focused on a specific uh, branch of uh, <laughs> uh, vocational guidance, uh, for instance, uh, labor market or uh, education. Mm-hmm. So it's very difficult uh, to identify a society <laughs> that uh, all career practitioners yeah. uh, can identify. Yes. Yeah, I think that that's really interesting. I think that that actually gives you all a holistic lens of career development because it's integrated into the work of psychology. We're here in the U.S. is very focused on counseling, right? Because psychology and counseling are seen as sort of two different uh, sectors here in the United States. And then coaches and then you have advisors in the United States, but the fact that you get to merge your research with your teaching and being a practitioner, I think is just phenomenal. And I know that your link to the University of Baltimore was through our IOS, like our industrial organizational psychology faculty. So I think it's great for our listeners to hear that, you know, the world of career coaching around the world expands outside of coaching and counseling, even into psychology in other countries. Um, I actually think that that's uh, pretty cool. So thank you so much for being with us today. It is so good to see you. Um, I hope that we get to meet again somewhere around the world in person. But thank you for sharing how career development is being implemented in Italy. We appreciate your uh, time today. Thank you. Thank you, Lakisha, again for your invitation. It was a pleasure for me to be here. Um, I am very curious to listen also the the other conversation about around the world. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much.